Welcome to Awakening with me, your host, Mulsa Virtue. Join me as we connect with the divine to bring forward the tools to help you manifest the life you desire. Each week, we will experience something different from the realm of angelic communication, dream interpretation, ancient mysteries, and mindful living. You will learn tools and techniques to further you along your journey. Thank you for joining me as I guide you between the inner intuitive worlds and outer worlds of manifestation. So let's get ready to illuminate your soul and connect with Source. Hi, welcome to Awakening with me, your host, Melissa Virtue. I'm so happy to introduce myself in this first episode, to introduce the show itself so you know what we'll be talking about each week and what you'll be learning. My journey began when I was a child and I would have all of these nightly dreams and waking up wanting to know what they meant, wanting to understand what they meant. Along with that, I would ask my mother to help me interpret my dreams. And when I say young child, I mean four years old, you know, and, and moving on from that. And so uh, nobody could explain to me what my dreams meant. And this is something that I always paid attention to my nightly dreams. So when I refer to dream time, that's what I'm referring to is my nightly dreams, the dreams that you have at night, because we all dream all the time, every night. I was also interested in dance and archaeology, the stars. I was interested in ancient mythologies, ancient learnings and teachings and ancient cultures and ancient mysteries. These things I loved as a child. I really felt magneted towards. It was something that I always would delve into in reading and um, for one of my birthdays, I think I was about 13, I asked for a King Arthur book. I wanted an encyclopedia of King Arthur everything. <laughs> and so um, I'm very grateful to my mother for finding that um, for from Tattered Cover, actually, in Colorado. So I want to give Tattered Cover a shout out. So it was really exciting to me because I loved all of these sacred mysteries. And something else that was really important to me, and I came in as a child knowing this, as all children do, is magic. I loved magic, the sacred in everything, um, connecting with the divine. And we all have different names for that. God, goddess, source, the great spirit. And I will simply say, in a simplistic way, the divine. Okay, so that's what I'm referring to when I say the divine. But I absolutely loved reading, researching, finding out all about these mysteries and all about the magic that surrounds us every day. As a child, I believed in unicorns and fairies and fae and unseen things. All children do. They come in with this belief because it is from the divine, because these things are real. And so as we get older, people in society begin telling us, oh, those aren't real, that's silly, don't talk about that. And so they become a little bit turned down, these abilities that we're born with. And this is something I'll talk about in later episodes. So that's really something I've always been attuned to and 
loving to explore. And these are all the things that we'll be talking about in Awakening. We'll be talking about the angelic realm, communicating and connecting with our angels and the angelic beings, the celestial heavens above, as well as our ancestors. We'll be talking about sacred journeys. We'll be talking about everyday happenings and how we can inspire our lives, mindful living. We'll be talking about dreams and how to interpret and learn what our dream messages are telling us. Uh, we'll be learning all kinds of sacred information, sacred tools to be using now in this time in your life right now that you can implement and the understanding of why it's important to awaken to you and your core and who you are and the life that you want to create and are creating right now. So when I went to college, I started studying archaeology. That was my major. Well, my anthropology teacher said to me, hmm, I heard you were a dancer. And I said, yes, I'm taking, you know, dance classes as a minor. And she said to me, you know, I was a flautist and I let go of that part of myself and I just went into becoming an archaeologist. And you can always go back to school, but you can't always go back to those performing arts. And I thought about that and I decided, okay, that was the divine leading me because I loved dance so much that I changed my major and um, majored in contemporary dance. So my path grew. I Dance was my religion, so to speak. It was my spiritual expressions. It's my language, the use of the body. And you'll find out when you travel and journey along with me, how movement can be so powerful in our lives. And you don't have to be a professional dancer like I was, um, but you can learn to use your inner dancer and to move every day. It's very important to move your body, move your soul, your spirit, not only exercising physically, but how important it is for your well-being, okay? Your whole being. And we are so much bigger than what we, what we perceive. And so fast forward a few years after graduating university, I was in New York City. That's why I went the week after I graduated. Okay, I went to New York City to pursue a dance career. I learned so much about myself living in that city by myself and making my way. I also learned about not only who I was and where I was going, but I also learned about other cultures because the dance company that I was dancing with was multicultural. Okay, so so many people from other countries joined that company or were taking classes at the school because it was also attached to a school where people could come and take classes from the street or they could come and pursue a career as well. Okay, so it was so fascinating learning about other people. That's something that I truly love is traveling and learning about other cultures, learning other languages, learning about other cultures, sacred ceremonies, their sacred rituals, their sacred um, dream time, their symbols in dream time. And so I began, as I was dancing professionally, I began talking about dreams with my peers. And then I began helping people in my company 
that I was in, as well as some of the directors, interpret their dreams. And so I found myself going to the bookstore all the time, not finding any books that really helped me understand my dreams. Nothing. I read Joseph Campbell, which was amazing, but you know, that gave me, that informed me as to how to intuitively seek out that information. I also began my spiritual journey where I was very conscious of my spiritual journey because I was raised in a religious family and that, that fell away from me, you know, at the end of college. And definitely when I went to New York, it kind of, that just didn't fit for me. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with religion. We all have our own path. We all have our own understanding of what we need. And when the student's ready, the teacher arrives, right? And so we change our path and change our journey. We make choices and, and hopefully we're doing it authentically, right? And that's part of what I want to work on, what I want to discuss in awakening. So moving and finding yourself authentically, finding your authentic voice, your power, your connection of being a co-creator with source, with the divine, recognizing and realizing that you are in fact a child of light. You are a child of the divine, which makes you divine as well. There's no separating that. Okay. And so as I started along my spiritual path, I learned different tools and techniques, visualization, um, understanding intuitive skills, understanding how to connect with the divine beings around me that are always been around me and to understand some of my childhood experiences. That was huge for me to understand fully and consciously those childhood experiences that I had growing up. Now you'll hear about those when you journey with me in awakening, but you know, sometimes it really helps because as a child, you're, you're intuitively know what's going on and you understand, but you may not consciously understand it in a specific way as to put it into words or really know how to explain it or really go, aha, I see <laughs> what this truly is. And so that's what we're doing. We're discovering that all the time. And so as an adult, when I started discovering that, I was really excited to have an understanding of what that was and how to develop and open and hone these skills that the divine has given us. Okay. And has to given each one of us equally, but we're each individuals. And so we will express them uniquely. Okay. Now back to the bookstore when I was dancing. So I go to the bookstore and I couldn't find any books over the subject of dream time, except books that were dictionaries. And they would say, this is what money means. This is what the color red means. This is what, and none of them were helpful. And they were usually 90% of that book was incorrect. And I started realizing that I needed to trust my intuition. I needed to trust why it was incorrect and why it didn't work for me. And that was because dream dictionaries are written by authors and that's what the symbol means to the author. Okay. And so we'll learn more about this and discuss this in other episodes. 
but I started formulating my own way of interpreting dreams. And I found one book that led me onto that path. I went back to the bookstore for a few weeks in a row to look at that book. And then one week I went back and it wasn't there. And I asked about the book. They didn't know what I was talking about. Nobody has seen the book since. I couldn't find any book like this. I still can't find it. And so I've accepted that it was the divine. It was my guides, my dream guide especially, that was showing me information I needed to know. And we have these small miracles, interventions every day. And when we pay attention to them, have eyes to see, ears to hear, and heart open, then we receive the gifts that we're given, right? I'm very thankful that I listened and I read as much as that of that book that I could. And then I continued to develop my own way of doing this. Now you'll see that there are some books out there. I've written a book about it and I'm continuing on a new book. I'm always writing more about dream interpretation and understanding your dreams because I want everyone to understand how to interpret their own dreams, right? How to understand what their messages are telling them because your nightly messages in your dream time are from the divine. Okay. No matter how big or small. After my journey of being a professional dancer, one day I just, I left the company and I moved from New York city to Colorado and I basically kind of started over really. I, I taught a couple of companies. I was a rehearsal director for another company, their dance company. Then I had a car accident and during that car accident, I knew for a fact that I was being protected. I absolutely knew. And as a child, I always felt that way. And you know, you have those moments where you just know that you're being protected. Well, those are our messengers of light and the angelic ones, the celestial beings of light that protect us. So after my car accident, I moved to England for a while because I had an opportunity and I needed to heal from the accident. So I, I said yes to that opportunity. And while I was there, I had so many mystical experiences and I had had them throughout my life, not really recognizing what some of those were. I also read and researched folklore and so many elements of sacred initiation and sacred mysteries and the understanding of the different worlds and in understanding the different worlds, my world opened up. I had so many amazing experiences and some that were a little bit startling, but through all of these, I learned more and I grew spiritually, emotionally, mentally, and as a person. I just began to really open and expand and began to follow a completely different path. When I returned to the United States, my path just continued to unfold. My bliss was changing and shifting. My heart was opening, honestly, to accepting a new reality or new opportunity for myself. And when this happens, it's really important that we allow ourselves to receive, to receive our highest good always, 
And so I was very much um, uplifting my energy, so to speak, and open, receptive, and saying, yes, I am open to receiving my highest good right now. At the end of this episode, I'm going to share with you a tool that you can use to get out of your own way and receive your highest good, your messages for your highest good. Thank you again for joining me on this journey. I am really excited to delve into all of these different topics with you and all of these different discussions, beginning again at a different point in time on this new path, rebirthing, so to speak, or even better yet, peeling away the layers and finding that core magical child within myself and allowing her out. People started coming to me for dream interpretation. They started coming to me for angelic guidance and I thought, okay, I better hone some of these skills. Of course, I began interviewing even more people and analyzing my dreams even deeper and other people's dreams. And I started asking all kinds of questions and, and taking as many dream interpretations as I could so I could really dive into it. As I did in New York on a cultural level, as well as a personal level for each person. So I could see how this is woven together. And then I listened to my guidance, my guides and my personal dream guide about dream interpretation. With the angelic guidance, I just, it just started happening. Deep within us all, we all have these gifts. While each gift is expressed uniquely among individuals, we all have equal gifts from the divine. Spiritual gifts, if you will, as well as skill sets, okay? And so I began to take clients for what I now call angelic guidance, okay? And then I thought, oh gosh, I better hone in on this, you know, hone my skills and abilities. And so I took a few courses, I read some books, and I found out that it's what I was doing. There were just a couple of techniques that I could employ that would help a little bit more, right? Um, and so I began doing that. And then I had a dear friend at one point that I met and I had known her before in another lifetime. You know, when you run into those people, you know you know them, but you had never met them before in this lifetime. That's well, because they're part of your soul pod or you've been with them in another lifetime. And they're here to remind you and you're there to remind them exchange of gifts. And sometimes they stay with you your entire life and sometimes they come in and out of your life and sometimes you meet them once and that's the gift. And so she encouraged me that it was time for me to teach dream interpretation professionally. And so I began. At this point, I was already doing professional angelic guidance for people. I had a small business. I had an in-person business. I was offering that to people. I had an office. Um, and all of these, just honestly, by word of mouth is how I, how I began doing all of that. People started telling others. My clients started passing it on. And then I started receiving more and more clients. So things just started, like I said, one door opened and then another door, then another door and another door. And this is how it 
all began weaving together. And throughout all of it, I trusted. That doesn't mean I wasn't nervous at times and wasn't a little bit uncertain, but I just followed my heart. I followed the guidance because that's what happens. You ask for something, the guidance is given, you follow it with action because the divine messengers can't do it for you. The divine can't do it for you. You have to do it. So if you choose to follow the guidance, then you follow your bliss, right? Because they want nothing for you but your highest good and your happiness and bliss. So following this guidance, I began to be encouraged to also incorporate dance and teach a form of a spiritual type of dance. So I created a technique and it kept evolving and evolving and I was asked to teach in Peru on a trip and that was very exciting. It was quite a journey, but since then I have been teaching spiral dance and that is a spiritual dance technique. Um, for everybody, for every person, for every being to celebrate and express through, in a spiritual manner, movement, sacred movement. Now, here I was teaching spiral dance and going into dream interpretation and also offering angelic guidance. All of this goes back to me being a child because I always loved moving, dancing, um, the expression behind dancing, that was my religion, that was my expression of spirituality and my language, right? And then the magic and the belief and understanding of these ancient mysteries was something I deeply had a passion for and still do and as a child believed in. And so all of this was not new right? Because there's nothing really new, but it was something that I had, it was natural for me, right? A natural rhythm. And through all of this, I met my soulmate because I kept walking through the open doors. And that doesn't mean there weren't ups and downs. That doesn't mean that there were ebbs and flows because in order to really allow in, sometimes we have to release, and that release can seem not very pretty and very painful at times, but it's exquisite. It's an exquisite unfolding. And so I want you to unfold, to become that chrysalis, create that for yourself, metamorphosis, and find your beautiful, magical wings. And we all have this, we all have these abilities, right? So before we go, before we conclude this episode one, I would love to offer you a tool. One of the best ways, because our conscious mind gets in the way sometimes, most of the time, our conscious mind, we start thinking and overthinking and rethinking and analyzing everything and pulling it apart. And so, in order to really listen to our guidance, in order to really get in tune and in touch with our inner landscaping, our innermost self, that divine flame that we all hold within us, right? That spark of the divine, since we are children of the divine. In order to allow that chatter and talk to be pushed aside, to meet our messengers of light, 
our guides, spirit guides, if you will, the angelic realm, dream time, is the easiest and most natural way to do this. Why? Because we all dream every night. And you must sleep. <laughs> We've been given this sacred tool called dream. And we enter the dream time in our nightly sleep. And I'll talk in another episode about how we do it during the day. But in our nightly sleep, we travel to that sacred space, that inner space called the astral realm, where the rainbow bridge lies, connecting the worlds above and the worlds of physical reality. And it's here that we receive our divine messages every night, where we meet our divine messengers, where we can transform our reality, where we can use those sacred geometry, the music of the spheres, our personal sacred music, our creativity, and find our highest inspiration and self, higher self, to begin weaving the fabric of our reality, creating our dreams, creating the life we desire. Find our deep inner magic. And so I invite you to go to bed this night and every night hereafter to say an affirmation of yes, I will remember my dreams tonight. My dreams are leading me to my bliss. Go to sleep, trusting and knowing that you will remember your dreams upon awakening. When you do awaken, take a journal and a pen and journal down anything you can remember and date that. We'll talk more about this in another episode. But try this and see the magic unfold. Discover your divine messages. Thank you for joining me with Awakening with Melissa Virtue. I can't wait to receive your emails, your questions, your thoughts, your ideas, even your concerns and stories. So please feel free to email me and join me next week for episode two, Rainbow Bridge, where matter resides. Many blessings.